This is the Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. All right, what did you learn this weekend, Lisa Evans? Well, I had the opportunity. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Bless you. Um, I heard that there was a guy who had a serious issue from trying to hold in his sneeze last week. So you refuse. You have spit all over your chin. Don't tell people that. Well, get it together. It's early. Okay, so I had the opportunity to check out a show at the River Cree this weekend. Man, it is so fun to stay there. A little mm. staycation, like stayed at the hotel, everything. Sat at the roulette table till about three in the morning. Who is she? Yeah, sat at the roulette table smoking and just waiting for a... I wasn't smoking. Waiting for a sugar daddy to come by and offer you a room? No. That's... I was there with two of my girlfriends, so they were the ones that really wanted to see Luann from The Real Housewives. She was doing her cabaret show at the River Cree, and I'm like, I don't really know this woman, but yeah, I'll come. So what I learned is you don't necessarily have to be a good singer to sell out a show. You just got to be famous. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, bless her heart. I think she's known for that. Like, that's the joke. She knows she's not, like, the best. But she's super confident. So it's just like somebody who's not great at karaoke yeah. performing. I mean, she was wearing amazing outfits and she's got the swag. Okay. Everyone, everyone in the audience knew everything about her because she's been on like 13 seasons of Real Housewives. But what a way to make some money. Because mm-hmm. people are showing up regardless if the show is good or not. And I was just fascinated the whole time. So that's what I learned. So, that's an important lesson. And And on that note, Lisa's Cabaret coming soon. I will be touring. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I realized what I learned this weekend is I'm kind of in that perfect phase where uh, my daughter has some independence and is like, cool. Yeah. I can just like kick it with her, have good conversations. But somehow she's like skipped the awkward phase. Like, well, that's not fair. She's just cool all the time. Like, you got to go through the phase where you're like, gangly and weird yeah I, I that's don't... not fair that she's just cool anyway th- so that's awesome but also she's still young enough that she wants to hang out with me mm-hmm. so we went uh christmas shopping yesterday she had a bunch of stuff used her own money to buy gifts like that's what i'm that. talking about yeah with... independent loves it but i am finally at the age and the phase of parenting where i got to sit outside the busy stores on the bench she could just go in and do it and all I, I was in charge of just storing everything, carrying the bags oh. kind of things. So you got to sit on a bench and scroll TikTok. It was the best. I mean, the mall yesterday was unhinged how busy it was. Busiest day of the year. One of them. I was just hoping I'd find parking by Christmas 2024. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was. it's just a good phase to be at. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, by vocalizing it, I'm just... Uh, you know, showcasing it to myself. That Maybe you'll be one of those moments in. those parents that like you never. She always wants to hang out with you. Like I, maybe, it, maybe that all depends on how you parent. Yeah. No, she'll leave. Yeah. She'll, she's going to want to hang out with her friends. Sorry. I could be the cool dad, though. Yeah, maybe. Like you want to drink beer? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please never say that again. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you follow YEG Wave. On Instagram, but uh, they post everything that they get, it seems. Yeah, so you can just submit something you've seen around the city, and they'll post it, and it's like in-the-moment news updates, and it's usually not a good news story. It's like something 
harrowing mm-hmm. that an Edmontonian saw, and they'll just send the video directly to their DMs, and they'll post it. Um, now, you and I were talking about some of the things that we saw over there on that mm-hmm. page this weekend. One was a guy just ripping down the wrong side of the QE2. Which is terrifying. You're putting everyone's life at risk. What is happening? And like other vehicles were literally swerving, swerving. out of the way. And then there was also somebody using heavy drugs on the LRT. Like lighting up what looks to be a glass pipe. A pipe. Yeah. Filling it with smoke, inhaling it, and then exhaling it all o- inside the brand new LRT system. It was the most infuriating thing mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life. And you and I were discussing, is this something new or are we just finally seeing what actually happens and has always happened because usually before it was all smoke and mirrors or like a facade that everything's great. When yeah. in reality, people are doing stuff like this every day. Yeah, I don't know. Like if know. the news outlets of days past that we used to get all of our local information from mm-hmm. um, would post a video of somebody just hauling ass on a crack pipe. Yeah, I don't think so. On the LRT. Uh, so, and even you think jump a generation before that uh-huh. or a decade or two before that people didn't have cameras on them readily available. So that's very true. What was this always happening or is our city? Cause the comments are always, what is happening to Edmonton? Yeah. Edmonton oh is my just God. like going to crap. But is it, or is it just a little more visible now? Right. And they're never posting like the good, lighthearted, amazing stories, it seems, which are always happening as well. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of only getting pushed with negativity, which is not good. I mean, it's good for us to be aware of it, but it's also probably not the best for our mental health. It's really not. Like, <clears throat> yeah, more and more people are switching to dumb phones rather than smartphones. I've heard of this. So a flip phone that has no social media on it. It's just there. Hey, if you want to you get a hold of me, you can call me or text me. Yeah. I mean, just the constant stream of um, stuff like this is tough to process. Yeah, it's overwhelming. And you start losing faith in fellow Edmontonians. You know, you're like, what is wrong with us? Whereas I've never really felt that way before. So, And you wonder if a, a site like this, if a page like this has a responsibility not to just dump so much ugly crap about our city right back in our face like but what are you gonna do pretend it's not happening too i don't know yeah we just got a text who are who or what news outlet gave you the facade that edmonton is any type of good i don't know i feel like a lot of outlets put in some good work in journalism with like um money that's raised for certain organizations in the city and i have a couple open right now one was about the toys r us doing the um sensory shopping for yeah. they closed the store and only opened it to shopping opportunity for like people that need a sensory friendly experience mm-hmm. so that was one and the other one i'm reading about right now is mike stelter mm-hmm. ben's dad is back from his cancer treatment yeah, to he, Canada. He, he rang the bell so that's what Others are doing. Yeah, and, and like, yeah, don't get me wrong. There are still, like, stories you don't want to know about or sto- stories that are sad or harrowing or just awful. But then they will make, they'll mix in some nice stuff. Whereas I feel like the YG wave, I'm like, whoa! Or at least the ones that get traction and then that sort of ends up on your feed are, That's the, true. are the negative ones. 
But yeah, it's uh, it's rough. It was a rough weekend when you look at some of those stories that shook down. If you go look at that video of the person smoking on the LRT, it will inf- it'll ruin your day. The comments on that were at least, I thought, because I originally was pissed that this would be happening. Okay. And then you see the comments and there are some people that are like, yeah, if you don't give safe sites and we're getting into some pretty deep stuff. So at least there was some like different mm-hmm. opinions on... You know, how to best handle situations like this rather than just finger pointing and saying you're a bad person for doing this. But, um, yeah, that that comment section was one of the least disgusting ones that I've seen over on that page as well. It's quite often it just goes racist immediately. And then the people that are also racist will bump up the comments. So the top comments, you're, that's, you're losing faith not only in the video you're watching... And fellow Edmontonians, but then you read the comment section, and you're like, "Man, I'm done. I need to go hang out with some positive people." Like, and that's probably another reason why you your daughter's turning 12, and you're like, "You're not getting Instagram." No, <laughs> you're just not getting it. Well, what's the first page she'd probably follow? Like, as far as I'm sure, what gets hyped up at the school? I don't know. I feel like Olivia Rodrigo updates would be the first follow for her. <laughs> okay, but whatever. the second one. I digress. The second one is probably <laughs> YG Wave. <laughs> Say every once in a while you come across an observation online and I, it just makes me jealous that I didn't think of this because it's so simple and we've all done it. And this Simon Holland guy on Twitter is just so good at noticing these things and then writing them in a funny way. Okay. So he just wrote that feeling when you're wrapping a present and the wrapping paper pattern lines up perfectly at the tape line. Is there anything better? Or when you're at the very end of the roll... And it works and perfectly it works. for your last gift that you're wrapping. I don't know. It's the little things in life. For me, I don't think I'm going to be using wrapping paper this year, though, because you can't recycle it. Also, oh, really? Also, I'm lazy. So I think I'm going to do, um, I think I'm just going to hand people their gift. That's the be, most boring be, answer. Why? Close your eyes. Three, two, one, open it. The gift's in front of you. Like, come on. Yeah, I guess for an adult, that's fine. <laughs> but for a kid, like half of it is the unwrapping. No, it's not, Ryder. Do you know how much time we've wasted on this earth watching someone slowly unwrap a gift? It's like, come on, rip it open. Let's go. Oh, you're a real joy over the <laughs> holidays, hey? I'm just a realist. Uh, the guy that lives in the basement, good friend of ours, roommate Justin, has uh, has gotten wrapping paper that looks like no name superstore. Yeah, he got it from Superstore. This guy loves to collect optimum points. I respect the hell out of this guy. <laughs> okay. So he'll like specifically go to the grocery store just to get lemons and limes because he can get points off of it. He doesn't need lemons and limes, but he'll utilize them. He'll put them in their smoothie in his smoothies. Okay. It's just to get points. So I think they were on for like a points deal. So all of his gifts are wrapped in the yellow, the bright yellow. Known, it says no name. It looks like a no name logo. And then right. it says may contain gifts. It's funny. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, super funny. And you've, in years past, just been a, like, recycle a bag that you find downstairs that has, like, birthday party balloons yeah, on it. Yeah, it's, like, ripped in the corners. And claim that it's Christmas. Yeah, it's you can good s- enough. You can see what the gift is when you look in the bag. Get over well, it. Well, it's rude. It's fine. Who cares? I Whenever I try to wrap things anyway, it's such a disaster. I don't have the patience. People that have this like meticulous way of wrapping and then they do the ribbon. Yeah, beautiful. They use the scissors and they slide up the piece of fabric and then it twirls it and makes a little bow on top. Who's doing that? Well, I like it. 
I like getting a gift that looks like somebody cares, not close your eyes and I'll ham this to you. Chris wrote in saying we use Christmas bags instead of paper, reusable. Yeah, exactly. That is actually something I, whenever I go to a birthday party or something and it's like a kid's birthday yeah. and they get like 20 bags, I'm like, man, you're set. You don't have to buy a bag for another kid's birthday for like 10 years. It is true. I like loading up on those free bags. Yeah, free bags. That, sure. Actually, that's what I'm asking for this year for Christmas. <laughs> Can you imagine opening a gift bag and it's just a bunch of other gift bags? <laughs> Here's another list of seven somethings. It's Ryder and Lisa's top seven at seven. Oh, yeah. Most people dread the gather around everyone, squeeze in, they set the timer, the 10, 9, 8, everyone smile. Uncle Joe over there has got his eyes closed every time. We got to redo the photo again. The baby's crying. The dog won't sit still. You know, your dad's not taking it seriously. He's sticking his tongue out. We want to have some good family photos over the holidays. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, I've drawn up a list of the top seven ways to be the hottest family member, or at least to go up a few spots. Mm-hmm. You might not go from funniest looking to hottest. I just yeah, we're not magicians. Oh, exactly. We just want you to level up a little yeah. bit. At number seven, make sure you stand closest to the light source. Unless the light source is directly above you. Okay. Then you're going to all have really bad bags. Well, then you can't stand closest to it. Well, at least the light needs to be, like, facing you somehow. Not Any lighting directly above you is never going to do you any favors. Everybody's going to look ugly. Okay. But that's fine. All right. This is just to look better in comparison to the rest of your family. Got it. At number six, hold something in your hand to relax your posture. I've just recently heard this tip. Yeah. I don't know what that can be. Well, a drink, a candle. A kid, yeah? A dog. What if you're the only one holding a candle? You'd look like a wingnut, wouldn't you? Yeah, maybe. At number five, talk to people right before the pick is taken. Why? Well, just because then you're like supernatural. And they might be distracted. You might catch them looking so, stupid. Yeah, they'll look silly. Mm-hmm. But you'll look great. So just like at like five, four, be like, how's Jerry and the kids? And then smile big. Okay, I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, a tip that I have, this is just an honorable mention, but Ashley, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, mm-hmm. whenever they pose in photos, they say prune. And then their lips do like the perfect pout. Oh. They go prune. prune. See how good I just looked? Better than prune. cheese. Exactly. Okay. Cheese, like whoever started that. Ugh. It was just to get a kid to show their teeth. Well, it's not. The thing to do get your kids to say prune number four your face is asymmetrical so turn your head to one side never look directly into the camera just a little a little bit this way a little bit that way a little little shift to the side exactly and chin what are we doing with our chins you well, want to stretch your neck out but you kind of want to put your chin down a little bit there's all those you know? tips where you can put your like tongue at the top of your mouth Yep. And then just move your chin move forward your chin just forward, a little bit. A little bit up, a little bit to the side, and you go prune. Prune. <laughs> Once again, we're counting down the top seven ways to uh, level up on your family Christmas photo and not be the funniest looking one. At number three is choose your clothes wisely, uh, well fitting, that work with your skin tone. Yes. If, Don't wash your skin out. You got to know mm-hmm. your color palette. 
And if you're ugly, wear something that distracts people from your face. Yeah, that's why Ryder, he uses those sweaters where you hit a button and it lights up. It lights up. I'm just kidding. You're beautiful. That was absolutely a joke. No, I think... You're a perfect baby angel. I'm pretty sure she was serious, everyone. That was a joke, obviously. Who's your favorite on the show now? Me, because that was a funny joke. Or... Okay, somebody just asked, what what did Lisa say, Mary-Kate and Ashley say? They say prune. Prune. Okay, so uh, once again, we're counting down the best ways to be the hottest family member in your Christmas photo or level up. At number two is get everybody banged up. Uh, before the picks, and you pretend you're partying with them, but just yeah. hydrate instead. Oh my gosh, yes. So everybody looks bloated, their eyes look puffy. Yeah. You, they got this wine whole time, stains. Yeah, you just been drinking hot lemon water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, I think we nailed it. And at number one, that was just number two. Oh, sorry. I, I, was, I was counting prune as a number on the list. And number one, pick the least attractive relative to stand next to and tell them right before the picture what you're doing. <laughs> then so they're, then they're just like, ugh. Yeah. They do this like scrunched up nose thing. They'll look super stupid oh, in yeah. the picture. And they'll be looking at you, which then also like gets mm-hmm. all the attention on like your shining, beautiful face in the photo. Anyway, that those are our tips for the day. You're welcome. And if anybody's got a foolproof way to ensure... That nobody walks in on them during their adult time. So the parents that are a little bit worried about littles running down the hallway and firing open that door at the wrong time. And this is something unconventional to do because it, yeah. you could easily just say, like, lock the door if you have that option. Well, I know, but that's the thing, I guess, at bedtime by locking a door, you don't want to lock the door on kids. For if- What, for 30 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have it locked all night. No, I know, but, like, if you are partaking right before bed then quite often you'll just go to sleep after uh-huh so getting up and unlocking the door seems a little sketchy also the kids will be like what were you doing in here with this locked door i'm just saying a locked door is not necessarily the answer for some okay if that's not the answer what is it so this dad came up with a plan <laughs> okay and it's pretty awesome in short he says I put a wireless door sensor on both my kids' doors and set up an automation that turns on a super bright light in our bedroom anytime the kids open their door or close it. So it will go from like a candlelit room to a 100-watt LED Warning. floodlight Warning. <laughs> burning your retina. Uh, the setup I is, hate this. The setup saved us numerous times now, he Get says. Get out. So it's just making... Everybody a little bit more comfortable in the situation, and then uh, you probably end up partaking more often. Pretty smart move. Pretty smart. So once again, a wireless door sensor on both the kids' doors, and then it'll light up. The the lights in their room will change to much brighter if... What if if people listening right now have kids that don't close their door? Like they sleep with the door open, it has to have like the light on down the hallway. Like that's also... Uh, yeah, I suppose that you would just have to get a motion sensor then and do the same thing. Like when they walk through their doorway. Yeah, get some uh, you would get it. laser beams. Yeah. Like Spy Kids style. I don't know if you'd want to go that far, but. Okay, so we got some text rolling in. Lisa says, put some Vaseline on your door handle. You'll be able to hear the door and handle it just gives, gives you an extra second, okay? 
Chelsea says, can't you wait till your kids are officially asleep, then lock the door for a bit? I'd be too creeped out if they were awake in the house. You can't wait an hour. That's well, so funny. Some people have kids that are really light sleepers, though, too. And also you think they're asleep and then all of a sudden they're sick. standing at your door like a creepy little demon. Six minutes later. Um, I need a snack. <laughs> I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, waiting until bedtime's good. But other people don't want to wait till. Well, I have one girlfriend in particular that says like her and her husband, like for her, she's like, if I'm already laying in bed, it's too late. I'm tired. Like, if I'm in my pajamas and I have crawled under the bed sheets, don't even touch me. I'm already in sleepy mode. Well, she sounds fine. No, no, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like, don't touch me. It's bedtime. <laughs> well, she's a businesswoman. Yeah, that's... She, once she's in bed, she's like, I'm done for the day. Okay, are you going to go you one further? What her... are they doing instead? You got to catch her when she's still standing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just I feel surpri- like that's quite common. Surprise attack? I feel like that's quite common. Like... Once you're in bed, you know, you got the lavender spray on your pillow. You've got like the sleep mask on you have your retainer in it's too late bro yeah just get the retainer going and then uh they won't want to the fellas won't want to anyway you don't have <laughs> to go that, into that deep explanation thick 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 the lift going on <laughs> that's funny amy just wrote in the app uh my husband knows not after 9 30. See, this is why it's tricky, because some are saying, well, can't you wait until the kids are officially asleep? Others are saying, not after 9.30. Like, that leaves a one-minute window. Brittany here, set an alarm for 1 a.m. Everyone's out cold then. Uh, mm -mm. If I heard an alarm at 1 a.m.? You'd be throwing punches. Exactly. Lena says, live in a really old house where the door creaks and Uh, the floor creaks anytime someone else moves. There we go. (laughs) That's the answer. Yeah. Move into a haunted house (laughs) and then just know like you're never alone anyway. So. Right. Let the ghost know to notify you. (laughs) We're talking about uh, this dad that set up a very interesting system, a wireless door sensor on his kids' doors. Uh, set up an automation that turns on a super bright light in the parents' bedroom. So they know that the kids are up and moving around. It could potentially knock on the door or barge in. So it just prevents awkward adult time disruptions. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of text rolling in about what other people's systems that are that they have in place. It's 780-784-7107. Rachel says, we have teens... Our best chance is in the morning because those teens don't wake up before noon. It's true. It's true. R wrote in saying, once my sweatpants are on, it's over. Like, it's not happening. I'm in comfy mode. No. So you need a system. You need a system. Um, <laughs> Shannon, my solution, no kids. All right. <laughs> yeah. I Ooh, mean- Josh says, am I the only one that has a wife that's excited by the idea of getting caught by someone? What? Okay, no. Not, the, not when it's the kids. Not when it's the kids, but still, like, I don't think the idea of the kids catching them is exciting, but the idea of, like, being naughty, I suppose. Nikki says, is this actually a thing? Our son is almost 15. He has yet to walk in on anything, and we don't do any preventative measures. That's risky. Well, is it? Or does Nikki's son, like, love Call of Duty? Because they're never going to surface. Right. Like, they are busy. They don't. Come also, upstairs. Is just like the under the blankets thing enough of a no. preventative? Okay. 
Don't you think that would be super weird? Ooh, this text, fingerprint lock for our doorknob. <laughs> that is like it's next level. So hardcore. <laughs> what if you had a remote control lock for your door? Oh. You know, like you lock yeah. your car door with, if you just had one of those by the bed. And then that way, if you want to just lay in bed after and unlock the door, you could do it right from the bed. Shalane. You got to do it in the middle of the day. You put Coco Melon on for the littles and let the older one watch YouTube. <laughs> Wait, the system? You got to do what you got to do, I guess. <laughs> if you didn't know, Ryder and I were in a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And it was just released on Paramount Plus and Peacock only in the States currently. It has not been released yet in Canada. It'll make its way here eventually. Yes, it will. But... We got the footage of the scene that we're in because one of our listeners streams our show from yeah. from Pittsburgh. I haven't seen it yet. I'm very excited about this. Now, can I just break down the process real quick before we watch it? Yes. And to everyone texting in that wants to see the clip, we're going to talk about it on air. I'm going to premiere it for Ryder yeah. live on the show, and then we will post it on our social media right after. So you found out that uh, they needed some people to mm-hmm. come in and just play like happy Canadians in the winter in the background of this movie. Yeah, so it was filmed at the Antique Mall mm-hmm. in Old Strathcona, and they just needed the place to look a bit more full. Because right. they were filming it in the middle of the week, As if in the middle of the day. People were shopping, yeah. Uh, so then you reach out to me and say like, hey, we really need another person. We Will need you one please more come? body. Yeah. Uh, I must have said no five to six times. And then I said, Ryder, they have really good snacks here. And he was like, mm. no, I, I did just feel like I owed you one, I guess. I don't know why, but like you put the pressure on so much that I eventually caved. Yes, you did. But you got to admit, you had like six of those curry pot pies. They were, yeah, they were delicious. So basically we stood around for about six hours. I'm not joking. Mm, I had to line up a different person to pick up my daughter from school. Yep. So they had us in Christmas outfits. I was wearing a bright red toque Mm -hmm. and it was finally time for us to film our scene. And I have the footage right here for you. So after waiting six hours... We got our shot. I thought we crushed it. You were a little bit worried that I blocked you out. Well, here's the thing. Is I'm the one that was excited to be there. You were cranky about it. Then once the director goes action, all of a sudden, Ryder turns into Mr. Showtime. And he absolutely (laughs) hogs the entire camera. Like, they had to do so many takes because this guy's, like, looking into the camera lens and smiling. That's not true. Ryder... And they please, were like, can you act a bit more natural, sir? And I was like, I'm so sorry about my friend. He's never been in this industry before. Unlike me, who has like a starring role in Snow Day. You were in Snow Day for six seconds. That's not a starring role. And I know that we weren't a starring role in this either, but can we watch it? I'm yes. really excited. Okay, ready? Here we are. Okay, we're watching. I can't that? wait for this. No, that was it. What? Here, watch again. There we are. That's it? You saw my toque, right? Yeah. You want to watch it one more time? You might have missed us. Hold on. One second. No, no. I saw us. One more time. There we are. I waited around for six hours, and that's what we got? It doesn't even show our faces. Well, it just shows. it shows yours. You blocked me out of the scene. A little bit. Unintentionally. The director picked who he wanted in front, to be Ryder, honest. Ryder, that is not true. Yeah. 
But oh, there was one scene. They obviously cut it out. So we're walking in. They go action. Ryder says something to the main character of the show during his scene when he's like on the phone. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? I'm like, you can't just make up lines in the script. <laughs> Ugh, no wonder they cut us out so much. Anyway, we'll post our scene. If you don't follow us on social media, what are you waiting for? That play, is the biggest seven YEG. piece of crap right, clip. It's a good clip. Let's watch it one more time. Look. Ready? One. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, that, that's me. You know what it reminds me of? Your scene from Snow Day. Ryder, that's not true. That one was epic. By the way, <laughs> the actress that's in this scene with us, she plays Jenna in Vampire Diaries. So it goes like Lisa Evans in Snow Day fame into Jenna from Vampire Diaries. And I think Ryder was in like an Aaron Prochette music video once for like half a second. So I don't know. It's pretty iconic. Cameos where people can barely Let's figure out it. it's us. No, that's yeah. You could tell that's you from the shape of your head. Yeah, your bad posture picks <laughs> up on that. <laughs> Saturday Night Live this weekend featured the return of Kate McKinnon and musical guest Billie Eilish. And it was 10 out of 10. You said this is the first time that you were thoroughly enjoying majority of the skits. Yeah, it's the it's best. Been a while. I think it's the best SNL since that Dave Chappelle one yeah. last Christmas, two Christmases ago. Uh, and it, it actually kind of made me sad because a big part of it was Kate McKinnon brought Kristen Wiig yeah. and Maya Rudolph back with her. And the three of them, like... They just take it next level. Absolutely crushed it. So I've always been one of the people that, like, when you read the comments uh, on anything SNL, it's like, oh, it's nothing like it used to be. I'm like, yeah, but it's also, like, really awesome. The new people are great. You know, you got to evolve. And, uh, but this one, I... I like, Just brings you back to... Man, like, they were so good. So good. That that trio, like, what a powerhouse group. So, uh, they did one bit. I'm just going to play a little bit of it. It doesn't make a ton of sense unless I break down what it is. Or if you're watching the music video that comes with it. it yeah, so... It's just all the ladies of SNL working on a tampon farm. And so they're actually like pulling tampons out of a tree or like up from the ground like they're gardening. And this is the song that goes along with it. <laughs> She's sitting on a tractor. Harvest piled high. She's sitting in her wisdom, baby on her thigh, eyes on the horizon. She smiles with a sigh. She sings. And so at this point, you have no idea what's going on. Also, Kate McKinnon should be a singer. Yeah, she sounds has good. A eh? Great voice. And then this is when the chorus gets rolling. That song's a jam. I'm sorry, but I want to download that. <laughs> That's what I was saying. So good. Real good. <laughs> and then, like I said, Billie Eilish was the musical guest. And Can you imagine if Tampon Farm goes to number one on the <laughs> Billboard Top 10? Because, like, I wouldn't be surprised with how the uh, countdowns work these days. Yeah. It just depends what people are streaming. They need to start putting them on TikTok, I suppose. But <laughs> That's great. Uh, Billie Eilish absolutely smashed as well. She did her song from the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also a Christmas song. Here's a bit of that. You're so a merry little Christmas. 
One of the best performers live going right now. I could probably sing exactly like her. <clears throat> Here we go. Have nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> Who I think did something that was a Christmas hack. What was it? Remember how he'd take a random day off during the week in early December oh, or yeah. mid-December to go get his Christmas shopping done? Because so the malls be, weren't busy? Yeah, so you went to the mall yesterday. and Holy crap. Probably the dumbest weekend to go, but it makes sense why everyone does. It felt busier at the mall than it did, like, I don't know, for anybody that went to Heritage Classic, it felt similar to the concourse at Heritage okay, Classic. Well, that terrified me. Like, I was, we, we were all just like little sardines. Yeah, at one point, like I went to the new Nike store in West Ed. Mm-hmm. Sick, by so the way. Awesome. Like I can't wait to go and blow money there Wasn't next that year. DJ Quake was spinning like yeah. the opening event. That's so fun. Um, but like I could smell numerous different people. That's how yeah busy it was. It just everywhere in the mall. mall. It did, was insane. Did they smell good? Some did. <laughs> anyway, uh, good luck for anybody that's left their shopping till now, like you. I know, I'm trying to order things online, and it's like, it'll arrive on January 12th. I'm like, that's after Christmas. <laughs> that's well after Christmas. <laughs> that's not even like a whoops, mister, by a couple days, yeah. here you go, I'm sorry. That's uh... that's like a forget it was coming kind of <laughs> <the> arrival. <laughs> yeah. What's this package? Oh, yeah, right. We are joined by Janess, one half of the Dueling Divas, the only sister Métis dueling piano show in the world. You and your sister are going to be performing at Cattail Crossing Golf and Winter Club in the Out of Bounds restaurant for a New Year's Eve shaker people don't want to miss. Tell us about the show. Well, this is our third year doing that show. It's a, it's a fantastic event. Uh, there's, of course, our show in the evening. Lots of dancing, a great atmosphere. The food that they serve for their New Year's meal is incredible. It's a three-course meal. Everyone really dresses up. I look forward to this show every single year. It's, it's so much fun. It's an all-request show. Can attendees request anything? We tell them you can request anything. Old stuff, new stuff, rock country, hip-hop top 40. You know, Brittany does some classical on our shows, and sometimes I yodel, because that's a weird <laughs> thing I used to do. And so we say, okay, we can do anything if it's been on the radio, but if your cousin wrote it around the campfire like last week, yeah. then I don't know that one. Odds Might not are know you that. don't know it. So <laughs> people are interested in checking out the show. Tickets include three-course dinner, your show, and a glass of bubbly. Where can people find tickets? So you can find tickets for our show at Eventbrite. Or cattailcrossing.ca. Amazing. I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Eve. I'm sure it'll be great. Oh, thank you so much, guys. The Ryder and Lisa Podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play 107.